Welcome to another inspirational podcast at Real Life Church. For more great content and updates, visit reallifechurchkc.com. Well, good morning and welcome to Real Life Church. We're excited to worship God with you this morning. Whether you're with us in person or watching online, go ahead and stand to your feet. Worship God big with us today. I was buried beneath my shame. Who could carry that kind of weight? It was my tomb till I made those hands together.
story today. God has called you from his darkness into marvelous light. He has taken the chains and they are gone. And now you have freedom in him today. So let's continue in worship. Lift up this declaration of our God and the freedom that he brought us with his sacrifice on the cross this morning.
grateful to be in your presence this morning. God, you are so good. So good, Father. We thank you for the passion of the cross and for the gift of salvation. Let us rest in that this morning as we continue to worship.
Yes, give it up for the worship team this morning. Incredible. I love that song. It is well. Is it well with you today? It is well with me today because the Holy Spirit is running through this temple. Amen. Maybe you feel the same way. Maybe not. Your coffee hasn't kicked in. That's fine. Whatever. Read this verse with me. Psalms 9, 9 and 10. The Lord is a refuge for the oppressed, a stronghold in times of trouble. Those who know your name and trust in you for you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you. If you feel that, can I get an amen? Hey, if you're online, text an amen. I can't hear you, but I know you're texting. Hey, what a special, special weekend. We are a huge military family in my family, a lot of military members in our family. And Memorial Day is such a special weekend where we get to remember the sacrifices of those who died for our freedoms. Did you realize that over a million Americans have died in U.S. wars? Isn't that incredible? And all of them sacrificed so that we can have the freedom, so that we can get together and have hot dogs and hamburgers and ice creams on what used to be a warm and sunny Memorial Day weekend. But not this year. It's a little different. So if you would, just remember those with me. If you could type in the chat, hashtag grateful, for everything that they have done so that we could be free and we could be a church who is free to speak about and love Jesus, amen, on a Sunday. So to them who sacrifice so much, thank you. For you guys, if you want to look around to your neighbor and just be like, you know what, I'm grateful for what he just said, and then you can have a seat. Easy enough. You know, I'm grateful. I'm grateful. See? Well, good morning. If you are new here, I'm going to give you a job. Are you ready? If you are new, text RLNEWD97000. Very simple. Nobody's going to be harassing you. Just going to reach out. You say howdy. We'll say hi back. That's really just about it. No big deal. If you're in the chat, there should be a link that you can click on. And we just want to know who you are. We want to celebrate with you. We do all of this every week for you, and we are so glad that you guys are here. If you're in the building, there's a new here booth, and I was talking to them, and they said, Brian, we just love when people come up and talk to us. I said, I know, and I'm trying my best to get them to go see you. So you need to go, because we're gonna give you something when you do go. You get a little prize, a little something special, that's what we wanna do for you. So do you want a free gift or not? You say yes. Do you want a free gift? Much better, see? Gotta get on my level today. I'm excited to be alive. Listen, we wanna do all that, and we do all of this because we are on a mission. We wanna see people far from God discover real life and purpose in Jesus, amen? Simple, very good. I feel like I'm forgetting something. Am I forgetting something, Sean? I think we're good. We are about to experience this series, right? Well, continue to experience this series, forgive me. But I want to challenge you, for the next three weeks, commit to being here. Because guys, if you're anything like me, work gets in the way. My house, ladies and gentlemen, my house is falling apart, and I am a carpenter, yes, but I'm putting those skills to the test. And I'm so busy with that. And maybe you're busy with kids and your own job and cutting the grass or whatever it is. But so much going on that we can forget or we can't hear the voice of God calling us. His strength. And he's saying, I've got a purpose for you. I've got something for you to do. I want to show you my love. But we drown it out with so much else that's going on. Well, this series, Awaken. Let's get rid of some of that. Let's listen to his voice and his calling. Amen, somebody. Amen. You better text amen. When I go back in that chat, if I don't see some amens, I'm going to be all over you. Sorry, I'm excited. 
Today, we have a very special Sunday, Memorial Day, yes, but also my favorite thing in the world, my favorite people groups, is teenagers. And they are coming out of high school, they're graduating, and they're coming into a serious time of trying to hear God's calling purpose in their life, amen? You remember what it was like coming out of high school? And we get to celebrate them today. And, and are you ready? We have what will only be forever known as the greatest sermon, probably, ever given at Real Life Church because a youth pastor will be delivering it. And no one is better at preaching than youth pastors because they don't get the opportunity that much and they're always excited about it. And she's talking about youth group kids. And she's talking about God's word in their life and in our lives. You can't get any better than that. Amen? So we got a video, and then we're going to welcome the one and only Carrie Cubley to the stage. I feel blessed to be able to announce that. My name is Leah Anderson, and I just graduated high school this year. My name is Logan Hardy, and I just graduated high school this year. I'm Haley Johnson, and I just graduated high school. I was born into a Christian family. I guess growing up, I always thought of it as typical. I went to youth group just like all the other kids. Sometimes I didn't want to, and it got bad during a stretch at like sixth grade, I think. And my mom just kept pushing me and pushing me, and I eventually started going more, and I started to enjoy it. And that's when I made more friends and had a friend group outside of just my school friend group. There weren't really too many changes from middle school to high school. It was kind of just a steady relationship with uh, Jesus, and that's kind of like how I'd hope it to stay at. My parents grew up Christian, so they brought me to church as a child, and we moved around a lot. So we went to a lot of different churches, and I think it might have been the second or third church that we went to that I realized that I wanted Jesus to be in my life, and I got baptized. And then we went to some more churches after that. And when I was in middle school and going into high school, I went to a youth group at one of my old churches and I just became really close with pretty much everyone there. Growing up, we went to a different church off and on. After we moved, we kind of stopped going and then we discovered real life. My mom looked up uh, on church just because we were trying to find like some place to go and she was like, okay, we'll go here. She sent me and my dad out. We went once or twice and then I ended up getting involved with like the kids ministry and doing photography. And Jesus has kind of like just walked me through that. I got baptized last year and it really like spoke to me and I'm like wanting to learn how to lead youth group and everything. My dad did like devotions and Bible study with me a lot. So he was definitely one of the biggest people that made me want to have Jesus in my life and both of my parents actually. <laughs> and just me growing up in the church and having Christians around me all the time just really made me want to bring Jesus into my life. The thing I'll miss most about high school is waking up each morning knowing that you have a free life, or a free ride, I guess you could say, you know, like walking into an establishment and you get your lunch and your breakfast as kind of a given. And you just kind of go through the same motions and you know everything that's gonna be a given to you. Cause once you're an adult, like there's no givens. 
And I guess that's what I'll miss is that kind of security. I guess my parents still gave me that security by allowing me to continue to live at home for a bit and save up. I, I, I the Jesus answer would be to say I still have that security from the church to know I always have a place there on Sunday. I miss already my uh, zoology teacher. He was really fun to hang out with. He had animals that he brought into class. We had lizards and snakes, and those were my therapy animals. And when I was having a bad day, I'd just like take him out and like let him sit in my lap or put him in my hoodie. I'm also gonna miss like having those friends to talk to, just being able to spend time with more people. I honestly don't think I'm going to miss high school that much because I never really liked doing the schoolwork and I switched to online school about a year and a half ago and I really liked being at home, so. Carrie has definitely been a really big impact on my life. I feel like I can go to her and talk to her about anything I need to. Christy is another one. Barry is always there if you need prayers or just somebody to talk to as well. It's always special whenever you see somebody that wouldn't really affiliate themselves with the church, like my cousin, for example, pretty known for not being Christian at all, but he exudes uh, Christian values and moralities in his own way, and that's always been an inspiration to me. What's next for me right now, I am becoming a manager at my job, so that's pretty big for me. After that, my plans are kind of undecided, and I'm just letting it go. Now that I've graduated, I want to go to uh, Metropolitan Community College in Lee Summit. I want to do my basics first for at least a year. Um, if we move, then I'll go out to Maplewoods. But I want to get more involved in photography and agriculture. I really like being out in nature, being able to be with God and spend time with animals. After high school, I, at the moment, I don't really think a lot will change. I'm just planning on continuing to work the same job I have worked for my dad the last two years, but it'll be full-time instead of part-time. And I guess my plan and contribution to our church won't really change too much either. Still come in Sunday after Sunday and help set up and contribute in the way I have been. I kind of just plan to let God do whatever he wants to do with my life because I have no idea and I'm just waiting to see what he has in store for me. Um, I plan to follow God now by helping out with real life youth. I want to help with reading quotes and coming up with questions for them like we do at youth group. I know youth group is kind of like a Bible study, but doing a Bible study off of that. I am so thankful to be graduating and I'm so thankful for everyone in my life throughout the whole time that I was in school. I had so many different people in so many different states who helped bring me closer to God and I am so excited to see what God has in store for us and everyone. So congratulations to all of us. Uh, thank you all of you at Real Life Church for supporting me through high school. Now that I'm graduated, I can't help to support the uh, grades beneath me and the generations that are going to be graduating as well as all of you have done for me. Um, I definitely want to thank the youth group ministry and Sean and Diane. I also want to thank my friends and family that are involved with Real Life and congratulations class of 2021. Class of 2021, you did it. <laughs> you made it. Congratulations.
Um, I just want to say that we're so proud of all of you. There are a few of them who weren't able to be here this week because they're traveling with family and whatnot. Um, but just wanted to give a shout out from our Real Life Youth team and also from Real Life Youth Church that we love you. We're rooting for you. We can't wait to see what God does through your life. And to say that the last 18 months has been crazy is probably the understatement of the century, right? Like we've had a pandemic. We've had all sorts of crazy things happening. All of these students have had to go through school with like online learning, in-school learning, masks, no masks. And like, I just was trying to get to graduation, right? I can't imagine what it would be like to go through it in the middle of a pandemic. So congratulations. Let's give it one more time for our awesome seniors. So proud of all of them. So I want to go ahead and recognize one of our seniors who is here this morning. I wouldn't want to go on without recognizing Haley Johnson. If you want to come on up to the stage, give her a, give her a, rant, a round of applause. Um, Haley, if you guys don't know her, is just a sweetheart. And we have just been so blessed to have her as a part of our youth ministry. She, you guys have probably seen her around here on Sunday mornings because she's constantly taking pictures in the background. She's always wanting to work in the kids' ministry. She just has such a servant's heart. And sometimes us youth leaders get to have a really cool experience where when we send kids out, after they graduate, they want to stay around and hang out with us. And Haley wants to do that. So it's really cool. It will be a really cool experience to see her kind of go through the onboarding process and training and learning not only what it is to be a leader, but how to invest in that next generation. So we wanted to give you this awesome book from me to you. You better read it. Learn something. Um, and we're just so excited to see everything that God does through your life. And um, let's give it up one more time for Haley. So... I want to talk to you a little bit today about purpose. And we live in a world where we are just drowning in information, in agenda, in opinions. They're everywhere, right? We can't get on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter without having to question the validity of what we're looking at. And I think a lot of times it causes us to kind of question God's voice in our lives, to question what he has for us, what he has in store for us. And so today we're going to focus a little bit on what it looks like to let Jesus's voice come into your life. Um, I was at the store the other day at Target, and if you ask my husband, I have a really bad relationship with Target. I love Target so much. <laughs> and I was walking around, and if you want to know the thing I was looking for is also another ridiculous thing my husband probably said I do not need, which is another book. Because if you look at my nightstand, there's like a stack of eight books right now that I haven't even started reading yet. But I just love books and I love learning. And so I was walking around just to see what I could possibly find. And I found myself in that self-help section. Do you guys ever find yourself in the self-help book section? And there were book after book after book after book of all of these books trying to help me how to figure out what to do with my life. And it was like, how do I climb that corporate ladder? How do I make a difference? How do I use my Enneagram personality type to, to do something cool in my job, right? It was all about trying to find how to make myself better. Book after book. I go home and I get on Instagram and I'm looking through just some pictures of my friends. And I don't know if you guys find yourself in that scrolling feed where you're just over and over looking at pictures unnecessarily. I don't know why I do it to myself. But I was looking at a picture of my friend with her, with her beautiful husband and their beautiful family and they're standing behind, like in front of this beautiful waterfall. And I'm like, oh, my family does not look like that today, friends. <laughs> and I, I start to kind of question my calling, right? And what God has put me on earth for and like whether I'm enough. I'm like, I just gotten out of the car with my kids. They're all screaming at each other about what we're listening to on the radio. They're all like looking a hot mess. I think my, my son probably has donut on his face from the day before. 
you know, I scroll, scroll to another picture, and it's a picture of my friend's kid on stage getting an award um, at the end of the school year. And all I'm thinking is, I was just trying to get my kids to the end of school. Can I get an amen? <laughs> like, I just wanted to get them to the end of the year this year, let alone worrying about what awards they were getting. And as I scroll and as I scroll and as I scroll past all of these pictures, I start to mute God's voice. And I start to question my calling. And I start to think that maybe their purpose is my purpose. I don't know if you guys have ever seen an ad pop up that's maybe talking about like, stay at home mom, work from home. And you're like, maybe that's God's voice. Or maybe there's a, a video that comes up that's showing this new makeup tutorial and you're like, oh, I probably should care about what I look like. Maybe that's God's voice. And the more and the more that we look through these things, we start to question what our calling is. So maybe today you're a mom like me. You're on the struggle bus some days with your kids. Maybe you're a wife. Maybe you're a business owner. Maybe you're a pastor. Maybe you're a graduate. Maybe you're in a period in your life right now where you're just trying to figure out what God has next for you. Maybe you're in the middle of a big decision, right? Maybe you're trying to like, decide between this really hard thing and this really hard thing, and you just don't really know where you're going to go with that. Maybe you're trying to decide whether you should take that next big job. And I think the reality for most of us is we have a really hard time finding God's voice in the middle of our decisions. From the time that we're kids, there's this weird thing that's instilled in us, I think God probably gave it to us, that makes us want to know what we're supposed to do with our lives, right? You remember getting towards graduation and you're just like, what am I going to do? <laughs> what has God called me here for? What is my purpose here on this earth? And there's this yearning in us to try and decide what we're supposed to be doing with our lives. And I think somewhere along the way, that drive to discover kind of becomes a discontentment with our lives. And we start thinking, maybe we're not good enough. Maybe this voice that's calling to me is really the voice that is God's. So today I want to dedicate this message to those of you who are trying to make a decision. Maybe you're deciding whether or not you should take that big job offer. Whether you should have one more kid. If you ask me, don't do it. We ended up with two extras. <laughs> maybe you're deciding whether or not you want to go back to school. Maybe you're trying to wait on something that's a really hard thing to wait for. You're trying to figure out what it is that is your purpose here on this earth. Last week, Pastor Sean hit it out of the park woo -woo, with our first week of Awaken and talking all about what it is to listen to the sound of Jesus. And this week, what I want to talk to you about is what it looks like to awaken to God's purpose in our lives. There's this really awesome lady in the Bible. Her name's Hannah. I love Hannah. And I really love her because of her patience and her kindness and just her overall love for God. And I don't want to talk about Hannah today. I want to talk about her son, Samuel. You see, when Hannah had Samuel, she had prayed and prayed and prayed to have a child. And then she did this crazy thing that I don't think I could ever do. She gave that child that she had prayed for so much to God. And she dedicated him to the church. And when he was just two years old, she took him and gave him to a priest by the name of Eli and said, I want you to raise my son in the ways of God. I don't think I could do that. <laughs> Passed this little boy off. And over the years, Samuel started to learn how to discern God's voice. And when he was just the age of 11 years old, which is the age of my daughter, and it's crazy for me to think that he started to hear God's voice at the age of 11. But just like us, Eli, I mean Samuel, I'm sorry, had a really hard time finding God's voice. Let's check out 1 Samuel chapter 3, and we're going to read in verses 1 through 8. It says, Meanwhile, the boy Samuel served the Lord by assisting Eli. Now in those days, messages from the Lord were very rare, and visions were quite uncommon. One night, Eli, who was almost blind now, had gone to bed. 
The lamp of God had not yet gone out, and Samuel was sleeping in the tabernacle near the ark of God. Suddenly the Lord called out, Samuel. Yes, Samuel replied, what is it? So he got up and ran to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? I didn't call you, Eli replied. Go back to bed. That's such a parent answer. You're like, go back to bed. So he did. Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he had never had a message from the Lord before. So the Lord called a third time, and once more Samuel got up and went to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? You see, Samuel was running to the the voice that was familiar. And I don't know if that's you today where you feel like you're just running towards a voice that sounds like God's voice, but maybe it isn't. So um, Sean's going to hate me for this story. I already know it. But I, uh, I'm an iPhone user. How many iPhone users in the house? Like, we're part of that better elite part of society, I've been told. <laughs> you see the person laughing. So the reason that I have an iPhone is because of Pastor Sean. Because I, I probably shouldn't use the word bully, but maybe intimidate, harass. So I used to work with uh, Sean and Jared, and I used to office together, and I had an Android at the time. And all the time, they would sit over and go, oh, we wish we could airdrop this to you, but you're just an Android user. Like, oh, we wish we could, you know, and it was like, little by little, they wore me down. And eventually, I got an iPhone, and now I have an iPad and an Apple computer. It's fine. But I don't know if you guys are like me, that sometimes when your phone rings, and you look down, and it's a number that you don't recognize, do you guys panic a bit? I don't know why I panic, but I'm like, who is it? I don't know who's calling me. I don't know who that is. Like, it could be the pediatrician. It could be a spam call. Like, why does it really matter? I don't know. But I let it go to voicemail most of the time, probably like you guys do. And you're like, if they, if they leave a voicemail, I'll know who it is later. But there's another really cool thing that the iPhone does. I don't know if Android phones do this, but if somebody texts you, it says maybe so-and-so at the top. Did you guys do that? And there's this, like, instant relief that I'm like, oh, I know who this is. <laughs> And I think sometimes we feel like God is that same way. We don't really know whether it's him. We aren't really always sure whether it's God or not. See, Samuel kept running to Eli because it was what was familiar. It was what he knew. It was what he recognized. So I'm curious today, are you confused about your calling like Samuel was? Are you confused about your calling? Maybe you're running to that bigger house. Maybe you're running to that job you shouldn't be taking. Maybe you're running to a relationship you shouldn't be in. And I want to encourage you today that your purpose is found in God's voice. So how do we recognize it? How do we find God's voice and discover his purpose in our lives? Number one, we listen for his purpose. When I was in high school, I knew God's voice a lot of times, but I tended to run in the opposite direction of it. Do you guys ever feel like you did that in high school? I was like, I'm just going to go this way and try this out. I ran the opposite way of his calling. And I think a lot of times we do that just like Samuel, we're running in the wrong direction. God's stirring something up in us. Like we know that he's giving us a passion and a calling for something. We don't really know what to do with it. We're running in the opposite direction. We can be a lot like Samuel. Let's check out verses four and five. It says, suddenly the Lord called out, Samuel. Yes, Samuel replied, what is it? So he got up and what did he do? He ran to Eli. Here I am. Did you call me? So my question for you today is, what are you running to? What are you running to? Are you running to God's calling? Are you running to something that you shouldn't do? Because I think sometimes we're questioning that. But the really, really great thing about God, he repeats himself a lot, doesn't he? (laughs) You notice that he's saying, Samuel, 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 (laughs) over and over and over. He's not giving up on it. Time after time, he was calling, 
to Samuel so he could recognize his voice. Let's read on in verses 6 through 8. I didn't call you, Eli replied. Go back to bed. So he did. Samuel did not yet know the Lord because he had never had a message from the Lord before. So the Lord called a what? A third time. And once more Samuel got up and went where? To Eli. Come on, Samuel. (laughs) Here I am. Did you call me? Samuel, 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 Samuel. There's this other really cool slash creepy thing our phones do. I don't know if I love it or not, but they listen to us. You guys notice that? Our phones kind of listen to us. So sometimes you'll be scrolling on Facebook and you're like, I did not tell my I did not tell my husband that I needed that thing, or I did not tell my phone that I needed that thing. I was not Googling that thing. But God does that for us too. Sometimes when we don't notice the things that He's wanting us to notice, He's faithfully telling us over and over what we should be looking at. There's this amazing verse in James. 4 verse 8 that I just love. It says, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Have you ever noticed that the nearer that you draw to God, the more clearer you hear his voice, the more clear his calling becomes in your life. When you're running to your Bible, when you're running to relationships with other people, when you're running to giving generously to other people, God's voice becomes so much more clear in our life. Verse 8 goes on to say, Then Eli realized it was the Lord who was calling the boy. You see, Eli was starting to have discernment. He had discernment to recognize that that voice that was calling out to Samuel was God's voice. It takes people in our lives sometimes to help us to recognize that, doesn't it? So our our purpose is found in God's voice when we run, when we listen to his purpose. And number two, when we serve his purpose. Can I encourage you today to stop trying to find your purpose and start serving it. God has placed you right where you are and has asked you to be faithful right where you are because he's trying to give you your purpose. Sometimes we're so busy running after the wrong things, and God did not call us to that. God helped Samuel by using Eli. Do you notice that relationship there? He didn't leave Samuel all on his own. He was using Eli in that relationship to help him. Verse 9 goes on to say, So he said to Samuel, Go and lie down again, and if someone calls again, say, Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. So Samuel went back to bed. You see, discovering your purpose by means of relationship is what it's all about. Have you guys ever heard us say real life and purpose here at Real Life? <laughs> There's a reason we say that because it's so important. For you to be in relationships, to help discover that purpose in your life. It's so important. Shameless life group plug. If you have not joined a life group, do it. There's so much life change that can happen in the midst of you being in relationships with other people and serving right where you're at. We want to find God's purpose in our lives, but I think a lot of times we treat God like a resource instead of a relationship. God's not Siri, but what do we do? We want to know what we want to know, and we're just going to him for that. You see, discovering my own purpose in my life had nothing to do with me pursuing my purpose and had everything to do with staying put and staying faithful. I had an amazing family growing up who pushed me constantly to serve God. They were always reminding me of my purpose and my calling. And when I was drifting and when I was running that other direction, they were like, no, 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 this is your calling. Stay put. And then I grew up and I married an amazing man I have four beautiful kids. We started joining a church. We started to join a church, and we started to get invested a little bit. When I say a little bit, I mean a little bit, because you got to do the bare minimum at first. You don't want to do more than that. But I had somebody that tapped me on the shoulder in a hallway of a church, and they said, I see a calling on your life for youth ministry. 
No, you don't. (laughs) That'll be a no thank you for me. And so my husband and I thought about it. We prayed about it. And guess what? That calling. Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. This is your purpose. This is your calling. Years later, I've been working now with these people you probably know, Sean and Diane, in youth ministry. They weren't the people that tapped me on the shoulder, by the way. Um, And I have them in my life now who are pushing into my life and praying for me and reminding me of my calling. And when I'm saying I can't do it, they're telling me I can. When he's saying you're going to speak on Sunday morning and I say no thank you, he says you can. This is your calling. But I have people that are in my life that are helping me, that I'm serving right where I'm at, and they're helping me to find what my purpose is in my life. I think about David in the Bible who never pursued the title of king. He didn't wake up one day and say, I'm going to be king one day. But he was faithful to what God had called him to. He was in position. He understood how to serve the purpose of God. Let's check out Psalm 78, verse 70. He chose his what? His servant, David. God chose his servant, David, calling him from the sheep pens. So my question for you is, where were you when God found you? Where were you when God found you? Because God has a purpose for your life, and it's found in his voice. I have spoken a lot of times in front of teenagers. Not so many times in front of you guys, but a lot of times in front of teenagers. And I have never one time seen my podium try to be my microphone. (laughs) Or my microphone. It doesn't work. Because they know their purpose. I think sometimes we're, we're trying so hard and we're striving so hard to be in somebody else's purpose to fulfill what God wanted for them when we're not just faithfully serving where we're at. Can I encourage you to get in position? Because God will help you find your purpose. I can't tell you what your purpose is. I wish I could, but I can tell you how you can find it. Serve. When Samuel said, speak, God, I'm listening, he allowed God to work through him right where he was. I want to encourage you, wives, when you're serving your kids, God's going to help you fulfill your purpose. Parents, when you're serving others, God's going to help you fulfill your purpose. Christians, when you're serving your church, guess what? God's going to help you find your purpose. He wants that so badly for you. So our purpose is found in what? We listen for his purpose, number two, when we serve his purpose. And number three, we passionately pursue his purpose. When was the last time you leaned into God? And I mean it. When was the last time you really leaned into his calling in your life? When you were pressing forward into what he had for your life? When you were using his power to do so much for the cause of Christ? I don't know if you guys have heard this lately, but we serve the God of the universe. I mean, I don't don't know if you registered that. I want you to let that sink in for a minute. We serve the God of the universe, my friends. And if that same power he can use to help Sarah, I mean, help Sarah, help Hannah. Sarah, maybe. Hannah, who was going to have this small baby that she wanted so badly. Don't you think that same power lives in us today? That small, insignificant, helpless child eventually went on to hear God's voice, right? To discern God's voice in his life. And ultimately, he became a kingmaker. Do you guys understand this? He went on to impact an entire nation because of his faith. And he ended up becoming actually one of the only people in the Bible that God called by name. And this is because of the faith of someone to passionately pursue God. I think about Paul in 2 Timothy. 
It says, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear and timidity, but of what? Power, love, and self-control. Have you ever seen a butterfly come out of their cocoon? I think about how cool it is that I don't think God would put a butterfly or give him the ability to seal himself in that little tiny cocoon if he wasn't going to give him that same power to escape it, to break through it. Do you guys believe that God wants to help you break through something in your life today? Because I do. We've got to passionately pursue him in everything that we do. I guarantee you, you guys, you're going to find your purpose when you start faithfully serving where you're at, when you start giving faithfully to others, when you start caring for your kids, when you start serving your church, you guys are gonna be able to use God's power. He is enough. And I guarantee you that those things that you're comparing your life to, those purposes that you see in other people's lives are gonna quickly start fading out. And you're gonna stop caring so much about what your neighbor's yard looks like. <laughs> about that friend's Facebook post that made me feel a little bit un un you know, uncomfortable with my, my kid's donuts on his face. You're gonna stop caring about your friend that's getting married before you are. Because you're gonna be in position for what God wants to do in your life. You're too busy trying to fulfill someone else's purpose and not leaning into what God has for you. I wanna read this verse, verse 10, one more time. And the Lord came and called us before Samuel. Samuel. And Samuel replied, speak. You're what? Your servant is listening. All of this time, God is saying, Samuel, 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 Carrie, Carrie, Carrie. He's faithfully pursuing you. So I want to encourage you today stop trying to pursue your purpose and get in position. Get into position. When you start loving your spouse, when you start loving others, you'll start noticing that the voice of God becomes so much more clear. See, what I love about this passage, too, is at the very beginning, I don't know if you guys noticed it, but it talks about how the voice of God at that time was very rarely heard. And this passage ends in this way. Let's read verse 11. Then the Lord said to Samuel, I am about to do a shocking thing in Israel. What shocking thing does God want to do in your life? What shocking thing is he going to do in your life if you just listen to his voice today, if you honed in on what he wants you to listen to, if you are running after him, if you're serving him, if you're actively serving the purpose that he put in front of you, and if you are passionately pursuing him, the God of the universe wants to do an incredible thing in your life that will shock the world. But you've got to get into position. Are you ready to start listening to God's voice today? Dear Jesus, thank you so much for your love. Thank you for pursuing us when sometimes we weren't pursuable. Thank you for helping us to understand what it looks like to really lean into your voice, to lean into your calling, to start serving faithfully to you, Lord. Help us to continue to do that from now until forever because we want you to do something that's going to shock this world. With heads bowed and eyes closed, I just want to talk to a group of you today who I think maybe heard what the words that I was saying and you're thinking about pursuing what's, what's, what God wants in your life. 
but really all you're trying to do is pursue something. You're just searching, searching for someone. You don't know what that someone is. And today you're hearing for the first time that that someone is God that wants a purpose for your life. And I wanna encourage you that this same God that I'm talking about that was speaking to Samuel, speaking to you today. He's speaking to you. He's saying, Haley, 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 Jamie, Jamie. He wants to have a relationship with you. He sent his son here to die on a cross and rise from the dead because he wanted to have that relationship with you. So that's you today. If you're, if you're questioning your calling and you're wanting to have something more in your life, would you just slip your hand up right now? I just want to pray for you. Just say this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, thank you so much for pursuing me. Thank you so much for helping me to find my purpose in you. I can't wait to start my life today with you, Lord. Thank you for your life. You now have mine. I ask this in your name. Amen. Let's give it up one more time for those that made a decision for Christ. Dude, Carrie just brought the fire. Come on, somebody. Unreal. Yeah, that was really good, Carrie. Like, shockingly good. It was good. Very proud. Dude, our, our teenagers are blessed to have Carrie and Josh leading that crew. Give it up for them one more time. I'm telling you. I don't know. You got any other you got any youth uh, leaders in the house still right now? Do you know? Aaron, you here? <laughs> I know we got Aaron and Jessica. We got Rachel and Alan. I don't know. I know someone in the house. Come on, give it up for these guys that serve every week, every week helping these kids out. It's incredible. Dude, seriously, I was taking notes. I was like, on fire, on fire, on fire, on fire. Oh, just two, there's three messages you preach that are so good. So if God didn't speak to you, you're not listening. That's all I got to say about that. So if you start a relationship with Jesus, I want to encourage you. Um, man, we want to be a part of the story with you. Um, really, Easter Jesus, relationship with Jesus starts now and lasts forever. Uh, this isn't a life-changing thing. This is an eternal thing. And so we want to help you with that journey. And so I wouldn't want to just, uh, lead you to Jesus and say, okay, you're on your own. We want to help you every step of the way and mentor you, point in the right direction. So we'd be blessed if you just let us know your decision. You can text RLNEXT97000 and one of our team will reach out to you and really encourage you, hear your story, and allow you to give opportunity to get plugged in. And we're going to just give you some words to help you follow Jesus. And this is one of the best things you can start out on the right path. I know, Carrie, you had some great quotes. There's so many to pick from. And uh, I, I love that. Stop searching and, and start serving in your purpose. I mean, we're all looking for this main thing. And what is this Jesus? And to get around the people of God changes everything. I'm proud to announce that next week we're launching our summer life groups. Come on, somebody. Get a little excited. I was scrolling through our groups yesterday, looking who's in, who's not, where we're at. We're off to an all right start. All right. Not a great start. We're good there. And nobody signs up for last minute anyway, but um, I'm just excited for the summer. We have eight weeks in a row and um, I would encourage you. I know you're thinking, I'm really busy. I'm traveling. I'm doing this stuff. I can't make it. Hey, I got good news for you. I'm going to let you off the hook right away. Uh, we consider it a giant win if you come 50% of the groups. Come on, somebody. I'm going to let you off the hook. So I'm asking four weeks this summer. Come on. 
Can you do four weeks? I'm telling you, I'm just going to push it. Uh, because I know God just changes your life through relationships. It's the people you're around. It's the voices in your life that really encourage you and point you to Jesus. Like Carrie said, somebody came to her and said, I see something in you, Carrie. You can do this. And that's what you need in your life. And so if you're doing life alone, you're not around people. Another great way is just jump on the team. But to have people around you that are pushing towards Jesus makes all the difference. I need that, okay? I need that as a pastor. I need that. We all need that. So I'd encourage you, check it out online. We have all types of groups, okay? We got uh, a group that shoots bow and arrows. Uh, what's the name of this group? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'll know it. <laughs> Bow life, okay? So if you want to do bow life, I mean, that's crazy. Fitness groups, uh, we've got um, uh, groups for ladies, uh, healthy habits, uh, groups that go to the park and walk and hang out. Uh, we've got groups just Barry's house hanging out, fireside chat. We've got groups if you're new to our church. Uh, Holly's got an amazing group for you guys getting connected. Come on. Uh, there's all types of group. I, I, matter of fact, I'm going to get this right. Is it Kansas City Barbecue Tour? Is that a group? Come on, right here in the front. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, dude, for real, like, we're going to go around and check out all Kansas barbecue. That is amazing. Um, you may go broke this summer, but it's cool for Jesus. I'm just kidding. You won't. But um, Jamie's paying. Um, <laughs> he's shaking his head no. <laughs> oh, man. I encourage you to go online, check it out. I'd love to be a part of that. Another way to really help people find a purpose is through your generosity. Uh, when you give here, it goes back into people. And it goes back to make a difference in their lives. There's so much that we do behind the scenes you may not know about. We serve meals here at Kentucky Trail. We're involved in the Summerfest coming up. We're doing some inflatables and out there just making a difference in our city. Our Hope, um, our Hope Center is coming together. We're meeting with the city, going through. We're in that design phase. Man, that's tedious, you know. Uh, it's, it's so much work below the surface you don't see. Uh, but when you guys give, it makes a difference in those people's lives. So I'd encourage you to be generous and give back and see what God can do in it. And uh, you can give in three ways. Give online, reallifechurchkc.com, text any amount to 84321, or you can give in a giving box on the way out. I want to encourage you to jump into groups. I have a little fun video for you to help you remember to get signed up. Check it out. This is Sean. Don't be Sean. Don't do life alone. Start this summer right. Life Groups, better together. Sign up today online. Marco? Marco? Still going. It's, uh, it's the best video that's been produced at this church by far. Absolutely love that. Well, what an incredible Sunday. One day, I'm inspired that one day when I grow up, I too will be a youth pastor and be half as good as Carrie. It would be a success. Well done. Thank you so much today. It was so encouraging. Absolutely incredible. Listen, hey, guys, if you need somebody to pray with you, we want to pray with you. There would be somebody down front who would just love to do that. So don't, uh, don't be shy. Just come on up front and we'll do that. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. Have a great rest of your Memorial Day. Come back next week. Again, get involved in a life group. That barbecue life group is on point. I like that idea. But honestly, guys, we love you and know that whoever finds Jesus discovers real life and purpose. Yes!